Hey guys, um, John and I didn't, uh, we didn't record this week, but uh, I've got the, an old episode from my brother from, uh, we recorded this just before the New Year, I, th- I believe. Um, anyways, uh, love you lots, and we'll catch you guys next week. Ladies and gentlemen, and low lives. Hey, I'm back. This time, not with John, but um, with my brother Dan. Say hi, Dan. Say hi to the motherfuckers. <laughs> hi. hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I appreciate you sitting down with me. I know. I know it's a little, probably a little awkward, certainly for, for a brother to be like, "Hey, uh, sit down and like record something," so that like you know we can put it on the internet. But um, I really appreciate it, um, mostly because um, you've always been a wealth of knowledge in my life, and certainly we're both in hospitality, so it's it kind of goes hand in hand with with what John and I are talking about these days. Cool. Um, but uh, give everyone a quick little. Quick little, hey, how you doing? What got you into, what got you into hospitality? What also, I should mention, um, if there are little background noises, I am in, I am in my brother's house because this is quite literally the only place to um, see him and contact him. So there may be some child noises upstairs, may, may or may not. You know, that's what happens when a three yeah. when a three year old needs an activity to do. Pencils get dropped. There you go. Any oodles. Um, what would like, certainly you were just a teenager when you got into hospitality, but what, what kept you in it rather? What kept me in hospitality? Um, I don't know, lots of different, uh, things, I guess in the end, um, I, I like being around people. I'm definitely, um, an extrovert. I actually, however, I, I did start, uh, in kitchens um, but that was a fairly uh, short stint, and then it trans- transitioned to uh, to front of the house, and that's where basically my career was. That's what we call the smart move. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I, I was like, "Whoa! Why would I get paid half the money here?" <laughs> it was. I think it was more for for interaction. It was. Yeah. It, it was at a restaurant where I was in the kitchen and and started serving tables on um just on evenings on a few nights a week to make extra cash and then that just lend hand into kind of staying in front of the house but um getting getting into hospitality was just a high school job initially yeah so and then yeah there's been uh, quite a few steps along the way to to end up where i am now so, that's yeah, so, sure. so like now now tell everybody what what are your some certifications that you that you hold near and dear to you uh, oh, I, um, I went to Georgian college and did my, um, hospitality diploma there. Um, and then years later, um, through, uh, CAPS, I, I'm a certified sommelier now. Um, so, and then w- definitely wine has, uh, taken over, uh, my life in capacity for, mm-hmm. for what I do currently. And then what I did for, uh, the last uh, number of years before, I actually left the restaurant scene. However, yeah. I wouldn't consider myself fully 
Well, you're not fully detached. Yeah, I'm not fully detached of hospitality, but definitely... The day-to-day hospitality. Yeah. There's pieces that I miss, and there's lots that I don't, so... Yeah, well, you don't have to to manage the same number of of dummies or or things of that nature. Maybe I shouldn't say dummy, but um, staff. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's... um, Throughout the years, there's definitely a mixed bag of of people that you work with. Um, Some very phenomenal probably still friends to this day yeah uh yeah for sure um and then others that yeah you could <laughs> you could do without do, yeah that's a nice way to put it it's okay yeah. you can talk shit we're not gonna name names no, here, that's Dan. all good so... I, don't, I don't need to yeah. <laughs> i don't need to call people out i mean so like you like you said before you're you're already you're you're mostly out of the game now now you're just you're just doing the wine uh, yeah, well, I, I'm obviously... Uh, are, you, are, you, are you allowed to say you, who you uh, partially work for? Slash, yeah, yeah, Barrel um, Select, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, I sell to private clients uh, and through my customers through a wine agency here in Toronto, Barrel Select. I bought from them for many years when when I was uh, the um, Smalley and Beverage Director at the Boulevard Club, so that was what uh, my contact um, or intro to them was and they offered me the opportunity to just make some money on the side um the my bread and butter um or currently was uh, uh was teaching and obviously covid has mm. upended that it's very difficult to teach in class service and tasting classes <laughs> when it's uh, what do you mean? online you want, you want to so, drive around to 90 to 100 was, students and drop off little taster bottles of wine it, I don't think you could do that with the college. However, I've, I've seen on uh, Instagram and stuff, a lot of people are doing all these mail-out tastings Dude, and blind my, tastings. My roommate, stuff, so. literally, he builds these little cocktail kits and then does like a live event yeah. for like six or eight people. Yeah, that's And then cool. just like teaches them how to how yeah. to build the cocktail or make the syrup or do the whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those cool things, I think, now that so many people are they're diving further and further into things where they're just like, okay... Side hustles are now main hustles. So yeah, for how sure. am I going to make this work? Yeah, it was nice over the Christmas holidays. I did um, a bunch of um, Christmas parties and virtual tastings. So, and that was my my first dabble into that. Um, I was just... Did um, you dig it? There's parts of it that I, I, I enjoyed and um, parts of it that you, you wish that you are obviously mm-hmm. in person and, and talking with people about it. Um, it also depended the group. Um mm. I had uh, some very engaging people and then others that aren't. And yeah, it's, others it's, that are just like, yeah, I've got the bottle. I just want to drink it. Yeah, and, but it's like when you're doing something virtual and you don't have engagement on the other side, um, it can make it challenging. Yeah. So um, where I guess in person, I just I feel like you can put a spin on that a lot easier than when you're talking into a computer screen. So. Mm. But it was, I, I did enjoy just having to do the research and putting everything together. It felt like I was actually working again. Like you're back at it. Yeah, so that was nice. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that that side of it. Yeah, for sure. We should we should have mentioned Dan. So like, before you got out before you got out of the day to day restaurant and got into teaching, and now you're out fully and you're just crushing daddy daycare. Uh, yeah, that was the motivation. Proud, proud father of two. Yeah, uh, proud father of two. Um, 
that that was my motivation to to leave the hospitality world um, or the the restaurant racket, as they call it. Um, yeah, the first year of my daughter's life, um, I had started teaching, so I was I was doing that on the side at the time, mm-hmm. uh, as well as I was uh, had the full time job at the club, and so an average day there, I'd go in anywhere from I don't know noon to two in the afternoon, but then I wasn't home till. 10 till midnight yeah Yeah. so I didn't see much of my daughter for the first year of her life and Mm -hmm. so that was definitely yeah that was the I guess the straw that broke the camel's back for that it was just like and there was lots of talks with uh my better half of of what was the best uh course of action there and ultimately other half other half yeah um uh she's the better half um (laughs) By virtue, but, by virtue of the fact that she gave birth to both children, yeah. Yes, that, 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 that gives takes her, the W. That gives her the leg, leg up, yeah, for sure. Um, so, but it was uh, it was the best best decision that uh, I made. It was a scary decision and mm-hmm. uh, very weird. Um, I had been at the club for uh, just shy of 12 years and been in hospitality for pushing 20. So it was Jesus. like you're turning your head upside down going, okay, um, uh, make a go of it uh, in a different uh, different way, yeah. but it's it's uh, like I said, best decision I ever made. Uh, the the second year of my daughter's life um, was awesome. I got to spend like every pretty much every single day with her. Yeah, um, yeah. and at the so I I took the whole that whole first summer off, and we went traveling through Europe and did. Um, wine tasting through France and visit my sister in Germany and so that was an amazing trip that um, I'll never forget and with with her and and uh, and Lisa so but uh, it also into the fall uh, panned out I quite I was able to to slide in and pick up uh, a bunch more uh, classes at the college and uh, the wine selling stuff to private clients because being a sale on the sales side of it, I guess you're always selling wine on the floor talking to people, yeah, but it's but not forced. It's, le- it's less greasy. Yeah, like it's uh, to, <laughs> well, so to transition out of that into now, m- the vast majority of my customers are all members, so I have a relationship with them, but still, it's very different selling a bottle of wine while they're sitting in your restaurant. And then and they've already trying got, to sell they've already got food on the way, and they're yeah. like, okay, well, what's or go or good selling that same wine in a case format. Yeah. So and you know, You're like, hey, you know that thing you drank two years ago from me? I still got some. You want twelve of them? Yeah. So that that was strange, <laughs> and it was definitely um, learning. Pretty steep learning curve, or no? No, it wasn't a steep learning curve. But it was definitely a learning curve. It took about uh, a year of of figuring that out because it's not that you need to be. You don't have to be a jerk or cutthroat about it, but you have to definitely be more direct. You can't just talk about a story about the winery or mm-hmm. what you like about the wine yeah. or what food. If it someone's comes buying with. a case, they don't care about the dog. They want yeah, the they, dog's name that runs they through, don't the, give a, through they don't the vineyard. Give a shit. Yeah. It's they they want they want to know is this something that I'm going to enjoy on a regular basis? Or my my um, guests or wife is going to enjoy on a regular basis, mm-hmm. and and that I'm not you know throwing money away that is that is going to be as good if not better than what i can pick up at the lcbo yeah so i I definitely made um eh, maybe mistakes is the wrong word but it was it was a learning curve so um 
Now, fast forward to uh, earlier this year and, and the pandemic hitting, um, I had definitely kind of caught stride and I was already doing better in it. And, yeah, um, and then just... Uh, yeah. Took the legs right out or anything. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people I like, get, you know, what else are you going to do in a pandemic and stuck at home in lockdown? I guess you drink. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of people chose to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so the, the wine selling business this last year or last nine months has been, uh, good, quite good. <laughs> so it helps, it helps that most of your clients are quite wealthy too. Uh, yeah, I would say the majority of them are, I, know, I wouldn't say maybe, quite well, but definitely well buying to, a well case of do. wine is not, it's, not breaking the it's a drop in the bucket. Yeah. yeah. They're not, you know, if they want it, they'll just get it. So, and as long as they like something, they'll keep buying it. So, but um, yeah, I, there's a, definitely a mixed bag of people that I sell to. So. so, I mean, like before you said, you know, you're, you were just shy of 20 years in restaurants or clubs or not clubs like nightclubs, but uh, like private club, private yeah. uh, resorts, resort and... kind of club. Um, is there like? Hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to like discourage people from from going to those places. But I imagine there's there's a level of mundane element to to a private club. Um. Like where it's it's it just can be rather repetitive because I know you used to visit me at whatever restaurant I was working at at the time and and you'd enjoy tasting something that wasn't had nothing to do with the club that had nothing to do with you know I think at the time I was working at Electric Mud and you used to yeah there there is um, you used to come in all the time I think that was more proximity based but <laughs> like, it, it comes there... down to the motivation of 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 kitchen staff and stuff too like mm. through through my uh time at the at the boulevard club i was there for four four different chefs executive chefs and oh wow all didn't know that um all were great in their own way but very different some liked doing changing stuff up on a regular basis others were very happy with the status quo mm. um so that side however most of them once i moved up into the into the dining room and took over the the, the um, fine dining management side of it um they were all quite receptive to doing fun stuff with dinners and and i i started a wine club in my time there and so um so that was a lot of fun um but yeah, those, you know, you're doing, I did my wine club like five, six times a year. I would mm -hmm. do like four or five wine dinners a year. So, you know, those were a lot of fun to do, but it wasn't the day to day. Mm. That's for sure. So yeah. Um, but uh, the nice piece, I guess, it takes a personality to be in a private club is very, very different than um, a restaurant. In a restaurant, you have a lot of transient guests. Obviously, you have regulars depending on where you are. Or what demographic um, you're geared to, but um, definitely a lot more transient guests than a private club. You see the same faces at a private club over yeah. and over and over again, every and a lot of those faces. <laughs> um, yeah, some, some of the some, old people. Some of them every single day. But if, I would imagine if you enjoy that level of connection with somebody, and and you're good at not burning bridges and actually just building relationships, it can actually be. Like I had members, 
you know, when I well, was you're still... Well, you're now close friends with... I'm close friends with some, even some though, members. Even that, though that was pretty taboo at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and um, But yeah, I, I have close friends that, I've, that I'm still in touch with and, and we hang out and, and go to each other's houses and stuff now, which is really cool. Um, but even, I, I remember when I first started there and I was a server downstairs, this was before I was a sommelier and before I was running my own department at the club, um, I had my regulars come into the bar every day and these were all seniors in... Um, the vast majority above um, 80. But I, I remember I was like my first, so this is what, back in 2006, 7, hmm. um, when I was first in the city. And, and you're a much younger man. Much younger man. Um, <laughs> and like I had uh, some members like the reach out. I got into tennis, playing tennis at the club because it was a tennis and, and yacht club. Um, and they like gave me tennis rackets and tennis gear to get me into it because they just liked my enthusiasm. Um, I had one uh, member; he was getting like rid of furniture for from his house, and uh, we needed furniture in the apartment that I was living at with roommates and stuff. Um, and helped uh, us, you know, got a truck and brought it over to our house. I had furniture. I got anyway. So I had really? there was. Where was this? When you were living in the East End? Yeah, over in Danforth uh, by Withrow. What? So, um, it was... Like just, it was nice. Like Just because some people might construe them as like crotchety old rich people. You're just like, nah, man, they got... And they, they had stories they, they to got, tell. They got heart, too. <laughs> like, this, this one gentleman, um, uh, he's, lots of them had uh, passed while I was there. I, I was the server down there for the first five years I worked at the club. But I went to like four or five funerals. Like there was mm. some some really nice older men. Uh, this one guy, Ian Leggett, um, he brought me out for lunch at the um, like Royal Canadian Yacht Club and um, took me to was it the Toronto Club downtown and oh, um, and we would just sit and have conversations in the afternoon when nobody was there because I worked through the days. I was the mm. um, I transitioned to the morning supervisor and stuff and I would just talk to these old guys and most of them were war vets and so you hear about them their stories um you know and and it was was pretty cool so but again that's goes back to what I said it there's probably a lot of 25 year olds um out there even 30 year olds or whatever that would not have any desire Mm. to sit and, to and talk well, to some 80 year olds about I mean but that's their that, life that's so. taking hospitality to 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 a level that is I think it's few and far between I think especially especially in, yeah, a, well, the, in in a city this large that is just like you know be pre-pandemic it was all you know let's go let's go let's hustle let's hustle let's hustle no one wants to take that time to slow down and sit and be hospitable. I think even not, not like you were doing it with um, like, I'm going to get something out of this. It was just like, Hey, like I just want to hear and I want to listen and I want to want to absorb and I want to be kind to somebody. And that's yeah, arguably, well, I just, arguably you, the best you, way you, you learn. You, you learn from, from your own experiences, but listening to people's experiences, right? So I, and that's, yeah, that goes back to your first question. Why do you get into hospitality? That's probably a better answer. Um, the, even though at the time, unknowingly, that was not, 
uh, the reason why I started, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, yeah. it became the reason, I guess, um, through time. Uh, Almost becomes this this little like this code, not like a code, like a mantra or whatever yeah. the fuck. But it's like you just kind of live by it, and you're just like, oh, I'm just, I just want to spread a little joy. Yeah, and I think it was good that I had like grew up in Toronto, but then had the stint uh, up on the farm, because mm-hmm. um, I think that probably did. Uh, just slow me down like you mentioned about slowing down and listening there I've had <laughs> I've had many members and just even people that I've come across to in Toronto just like you just walk at a slower pace <laughs> and um, but I think that if if that's connected over to to taking care of a guest and being present in the moment I think that's when you can really shine as a hospitality professional because, um, and I was, uh, granted, I was given um, the luxury. I had a boss at the club that I just allowed me to do things my way. And I, it was not being in a private setting. It was not about pumping stuff out and making things happen quickly. Like, it's not like I was working at a fast food chain here. You know, people came mm-hmm. to the club for a dinner, if they sat down at six o'clock, they might not leave till ten thirty at night. So it was, yeah. you know, it was about obviously enjoying um, a meal and some wine, but it was it was not about trying to. It was also learning how to enjoy someone's energy that's going to be around yeah. you that long. So, like, wh- whether or not you legitimately, I mean, it might take you an hour to kind of like warm up to them or something like that, or or them to you. Yeah. Right. Where you're just like, okay, like. Oh, yeah, the first few times I served them, you might not have a serious conversation, but then, you know, it got to the point near the end there, um, you know, there would be some time, like, the restaurant would be shut down, and I would sit down and have a glass of wine with a member, Mm. like, on the deck, and we'd talk, you know, my staff would go, Dan, we're going, he's like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, Cool. Um, (laughs) because just why not, right, so, you know, it's just... You say wine, not the wine, wine, not. <laughs> um, so, but again, that goes. You know, that was. I was in a nice position, and mm-hmm. I had a, a lot of, um, I guess, uh, flexibility on. How, like there was, I was not micromanaged. Um, I, I ran my department how I wanted to run my department, and it was, it was very. Everybody kind of Very works hospitable. together. Yeah. <laughs> you, if, if, if one of my servers got caught talking with a guest for half an hour, then the rest of us would just kind of take over that table. Like it just, it wasn't, it wasn't about, we didn't have like, we had, I guess, technically we had designated sections and tables, but there was so much crossover. It was more just like if hey, somebody. Everyone's just going to Yeah, if somebody's by themselves, somebody wants yeah. to talk, then you just talk and somebody else will pick up the slack for you. It was. Yeah. And vice and, versa will happen because yeah. they'll get caught by the that guest that they love or the guest that loves them, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, there's, and there was lots of, you know, because members would know each other too of, you know, two reservations getting pulled together and and Mm -hmm. joining you know it'd be two tables of four and then all of a sudden it would be a table of eight and everybody's having fun together so Mm. um yeah it was just that environment which and i enjoyed that environment um near the end obviously i think um i got a little burnt out with it um Maybe, maybe slightly jaded uh yeah i or maybe it's jaded the wrong word burnt out like you said maybe that's a little bit better 
yeah, I think I, I needed something new for myself and I'm, it, I'm happy that it turned <laughs> and into that was the kids. <laughs> well, that was the kids. That was the teaching. That was, yeah, it was yeah. just doing something in a different capacity. So all of those things are good. Um, part of it too was, um, not my direct boss, but we had, it was two years before I bowed out of there. We had a new GM and yeah, you weren't, I, I remember you used to, I had no, we're, we're not, we're not going to talk shit about this person, but you just didn't, it wasn't, uh, we just didn't have a, a, a great relationship. Yeah. Or actually it wasn't even a bad relationship. It, it was, was like a amicable. Non, it was a non-existent relationship and it was just, yeah. Pure work. Yeah. So, yeah. um, which is, which, but that happens in, yeah. That can happen in restaurants I mean, for, for owners you, taking. You dude, know, you said you were, you were just shy of twelve years at the club. Yeah, yeah. So and the last two were like crappy. It's like, yeah, it's pretty. It was a good run. <laughs> it was a really like, good run. Like eighty percent of the time, you're just yeah. crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> from yeah, from or oh, not crushing it. Oh, but, oh, six to sixteen was, uh, yeah, it was a pretty solid run. Pretty enjoyable. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. So. I mean, we're we're coming up. I know we we gotta get back to to playtime with with my niece, <laughs> your daughter. Yeah. Um, because your son's gonna be waking up soon. So why don't we why don't we cap it off here? We're sitting just shy of twenty five minutes. Okay. Um, but um, one little piece. I mean, I don't. I hate when people say, "Hey, let me give you some advice." It's like, how about a piece of knowledge that you could throw to? I think likely there's there's some twenty year olds twenty young 20 year old cooks some might be servers some people might be in and around food not directly related to food but what's a piece of knowledge that you've picked up that you'd that you'd throw at someone uh piece of knowledge um yeah you better you better enjoy the grind uh yeah a bit of the grind and just and have some patience to go along with it um I hospitality is not something that you you get in quick and and you get out quick uh, and hope to make some money and enjoy it along the way like if I don't know if you're if you're not if you're not living and breathing it in your in your day to day then I don't think it's the right job for you so just and I don't I'm not saying don't try it there's i'm sure lots of people get in hospitality and say that's that's not for me that's fine but um if you want to be successful in the industry i think you got to kind of live it and breathe it on a on a regular basis like i you still i still wine you still brush up on all your knowledge i love hosting parties with family as well as doing stuff that i'm making money for um i continue to this day to want to learn how to make you know new food and and do my own food and wine like so it was it was a far extension from just mm-hmm. dishing it out in a restaurant it, you you have to bring it home with you yeah. i think if if you're gonna make a go at it because and and if not it's, it's, not, it's, it's not a challenging business no yeah yeah it's not for everybody it's definitely not for everybody but yeah. don't don't expect um it just to be easy i think i think Part of the challenges with hospitality, if you really enjoy it, is actually what makes it a great industry. So, yeah. Beautiful. Um, thank you very much for sitting down. Cheers. No problem, man. I know you're a little feeling a little awkward, but no, you've, you've okay. loosened up a bit. Once, once you're, you're a fucking chatterbox. So as soon as you start talking, you're like, I'm comfortable now. 
<laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, I love you lots. Thank you very much again. Uh, love whoever's listening, and uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. And, uh, well, Happy New Year, I suppose, because this is coming out on Friday. So There you go. Uh, Say goodbye to 2020. Yeah, fucking done with this. Year. No, yeah, no. <laughs> not, nobody's going, oh, no. <laughs> but I want one more of nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One more of your let, nothing. Let it go. <laughs> Bye for now, guys. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening. As always, if you have any comments or concerns, please hit us up at MeatballThoughts on Instagram or email MeatballThoughts at gmail.com. We love you and appreciate your support. Bye for now.